Yo, Chad, what if I told you there's a platform that could completely revolutionize your hiring strategy in a matter of hours? Yeah, I'd call bullshit. Well, it's not bullshit with AI for jobs powered by our friends at This Way Global. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, While everyone else is fishing in the same old talent pools, AI for Jobs can source over 160 million diverse candidate profiles. This Way Global has established unique partnerships with over 8,500 trusted diversity partners. So wait a minute. All of the hard on-the-ground work is already done. That's right, Cowboy. You can discover 300 qualified candidates per job rack instantly. Wow. It's like having a candidate sourcing magic wand. (laughs) Dude, if you had a magic wand, you would have Mexican pizzas all day. Mm. Uh, Stop distracting me, Sowash. AI for Jobs Advanced Matching Algorithm analyzes past applicants using trillions of historical matching events and over 1,600 data points. Now that is what AI should be doing, saving recruiters time on sourcing while they provide a white glove candidate experience. Let's wrap this shit up. I'm hungry. Listen up, kids. Revolutionize your hiring process today by jumping over to thiswayglobal.com and checking out AI for Jobs, where you can learn more about how to leverage AI for your recruiting instead of just writing poems and grocery lists. That is thiswayglobal.com. We out. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? It's Sean Carter's favorite podcast, a.k.a. The Chad and Cheese Podcast. Really? I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman. Joined as always, the Scooby to my Shaggy, Chad Sowash is in the house. Ragu-roo. We are recording live from the Qualify booth at TA Week. And we have with us right now, Brian Fink, TA partner at McAfee. Also experience at Twitter, Apple, and AWS. Never heard of him. And an author. So you're kind of a big deal, Brian. <laughs> I, I'm not a big deal. He's I'm, a big deal. No, whatever. dude, I stand on the shoulders of great people like Steve Levy or Dean DeCosta or Shelly Stackroll. I love it. Um, you know, that's maybe that's why I'm so fired up about what we're going to talk about today, about what we're going to get into, about what's transforming TA, what's keeping people awake. Yeah. How are you guys going? What do you think the vibe is like on this floor here today? Whoa, 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 simmer, whoa. Da- simmer down for a second. <laughs> Some of our listeners don't know you. Oh, give them kind of the Twitter bio Just about case. what makes Brian tick. Okay, so in less than 500 characters, my name is Brian Fink. I'm a TA partner at McAfee Security. We help keep people safe online. Uh, I am passionate about finding ML, NLP, machine learning pros who want to keep the world safe and make it a better place. What that means to me as a recruiter is that I've got to teach other recruiters the skills that I employ so that they can do the same or better at different organizations. So you're a giver. I'm I'm a giver. I'm not a taker. So much heart. So much sourcing Santa Claus, if you will. Uh, I like to think of myself as a Hanukkah Harry, but it's okay. okay. Little John Lovitz we'll there for us. That. Yeah, we well, don't he's, discriminate. He's excited. I can't. I can't keep him. I can't keep him off of this. So he's, he's what, what, unbound. We've been unleashed. talking about this crazy LinkedIn shit that's happening. And oh, what do you what do you mean? LinkedIn people are going to it and they're finding candidates. That's what? what's going on. Oh, okay. No, that's not no. It? Okay, so crazy, <laughs> link, crazy LinkedIn shit. Yes. Um. So I was talking to Joel. And I was I was really pissed off. I mean, that's that's yeah. where I'm at. Is yeah. that 
there are a lot of scare tactics that are going around right now because LinkedIn made a change to the code that appears on the page mm-hmm. of a profile page. Okay. However, in this blow up that everybody is talking about, there's this confusion about whether or not you can x-ray, which is site command colon LinkedIn.com to find candidates or not. Okay. I'm here to tell you it still works. If you want, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm more than happy to show you how this still works. And they call this operator an X-ray? Well, they call it the site command, but X-ray right. was a term that was coined by the people at Ayers when Ayers was rolling out the oh, CDR. wow. I'm back going in the day. The Wayback Machine, Ooh, right? Ayers. So if you go site command <laughs> colon LinkedIn.com uh-huh. slash in, yeah. it will pull up profiles of individuals that are in that are around the globe. Okay. And these are queries in Google, correct? Google and the Bing.com and, Bing, okay. and DuckDuckGo, oh, right? Oh, and the Bing.com. And ironically, we were surfing on this on Friday with Thomas, uh, I'm escaping last okay. name, runs a recruiter meetup for sourcing and recruiters that specialize in the GovCon space, right? Okay. So he was running that on Friday and the question came up, dude, does this still work? And I was like, yeah, let me show you. And I showed them in Google, showed them in Bing, showed them in DuckDuckGo. Yeah. And I showed it in Yahoo because like, I don't know why, but Yahoo was suddenly relevant for the conversation. Again? Yeah. You know, the Yahoo.com. Pretty sure Bing runs Yahoo now. So when you say Bing, you're kind of covering DuckDuckGo and and Yahoo. You are. But the thing is, is that with Bing, Bing displays the results from LinkedIn in a different capacity, Joel. Well, they own LinkedIn. So maybe. Oh, oh, maybe that's why it has. That could be it. Yeah. That could be it. So all this talk about using Google exclusively has me worried because it brings back different results when you use different search engines. Uh And shout out to my friend, Ronnie Bratcher, who showed that it shows different results when you use different browsers, right? Like if you use, Uh if you index Google or use Google or use Bing on Safari or on Mozilla's Firefox, Uh that it shows different results, right? Okay. Why it shows different results. I'm a recruiter. I'm not an engineering leader. I'm not the guy that tells you why or how it indexes. What I am going to tell you though, is that those people who are out there that are interested in selling courses on how to use LinkedIn, they are telling people that X-Ray doesn't work. Okay. I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell your listeners, I'll show your listeners that if you go and you go site command linkedin.com slash in space quotation mark at gmail.com close quotes, that it's going to pull back millions of Gmail addresses that are associated with LinkedIn profiles. And these are cached results. Well, if it's cached results, that yeah. means that I've cached the entire internet on my MacBook or on my Dell experience. No, right? I mean, because you can actually search off of Google's cached results. They cache the information that they because they index it. Right, but more recent results will come up on Bing. Uh-huh. So basically, this is a Google cache issue with LinkedIn versus a Bing cached issue. Well, no, because it makes sense because Microsoft owns LinkedIn, right? So that that ecosystem makes sense. This sounds almost like a squeeze, a Google squeeze to some extent. It almost sounds like we've uncovered, quote unquote uncovered, a squeeze on Google because they've got the cached information, but if they can't get to the newest information, then Bing wins. Chad, that's a good, that's a good point where I also think there's the squeeze and uh-huh. there's a monopolistic Okay, I'm not an attorney. I didn't play attorney last night. Um, <laughs> yes, he did. But I didn't stay at La Quinta. <laughs> he played proctologist, but that's oh, a different yeah. podcast. Carry on, carry on. Um, carry all right, on. so what we're looking at is, is there a scare tactic or is there a reality 
being driven to companies like RecruitBot or Hire Easy or Seekout or Hire Find or Apollo to say, well, you know, they're a cheaper alternative, but the publicly available data is not going to be publicly available anymore. Here's the ace in the hole. Sorry to go back to the proctology reference. No, it's okay. I thought it was a Happy Gilmore thing. LinkedIn will not kill Google. LinkedIn will not stop being indexed by Google. They may give different data or less data or different specifics to Google. Right. But whereas they're more than willing to turn off a company that's scraping their data and giving it back to people for a solution, they're happy to close them down. They're never going to close Google down. So what you're basically saying is the hack to sourcing now is what's the source that LinkedIn will never turn off? And it's Google and in Bing in this case. So that will always be something that well, you can but use. But Bing yes? could prospectively provide more data because they have access to more data, True. right? So therefore, but, yes, LinkedIn wants to be seen by Google from a marketing standpoint, right? Yep. But do you give your other property, Bing, an advantage? An advantage, right, exactly. So, so the, other, the other question I would ask, as long as we're talking about indexing, why does LinkedIn have a feature inside of creator mode where you can go in and you can SEO your page or you can SEO your articles or you can SEO your newsletter if it doesn't want that information to be indexed, right? I mean, like, well, they, they want it to be seen. But again, I think it's it's more access. So let's say, for instance, if I can get more rich data off of Bing than I do Google, that's entirely different, right? So w- w- you're, you're looking at being able to get more especially if you're a recruiter. Let's say, for instance, if I can get more rich data about Joel's profile out of Bing, I'm going to start fucking using Bing. I'm not going to use Google anymore. So I would go back to it and say, why weren't you using Bing in the first place, right? (laughs) Um, Because Bing has, you know, as long as we're picking on Joel, is if I go into Bing and I index him, x-ray his profile or profiles like his on Bing, it shows me how many connects he has and how many followers he has. That's information that's not made available on Google, Okay, right? That's why I always say Bing has always been a richer source of information. Now, I do wonder if some of these changes that are taking place to the profile are so Bing can index things better through its use of leveraging chat, GPT, and yeah. Copilot. Uh-huh. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the chat and cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it. Yeah. Simplicity. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. 
Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> right, which is certainly there. If, if I'm getting really in the weeds on this. And we are. <laughs> pull out the weed whacker, we're mowing the field. Could the LinkedIn move be a move by Microsoft to hurt Google in some way? In other words, we're going to drive more people to Bing or Microsoft properties because the data is fresher, there's more uh, thorough data. So why would you be using Google searcher when you get much more robust data through the Bing uh, search engine. Am I, am I thinking too deeply into that? No, I don't think you're thinking too deeply. And I would insert one four-letter word. It's not a dirty word. I know you were excited. Damn it. Um, I would insert a four-letter word that people have. You guys were at HR Tech and Viva. Microsoft had a huge booth for Viva, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, And when we think about skills-based hiring and we think of Viva, how do you connect all that information and make it part of the ecosystem? Because Viva is a big play, right? I mean, yeah. like, I mean, organizations that are enterprise orgs that have O365 and have O365 enhanced by Copilot, they're going to want to be able to take advantage of that as, you know, whether or not you believe retention is the new recruiting or promote from within happens to be a, a, a paradox that we need to explore. What about Viva? What about the ecosystem? Yeah, we're deep in the weeds. We're playing buzzword bingo. I'm here with Chad and Joel, and we're having a good time. I love it. Get your dauber so out. Let me dig into potential um, competition. Now, you served some time at Twitter. I, I did. I did. I did. Currently known as X now. Yes. And, and Elon is on the record of saying, we're going to make a LinkedIn competitor. A cooler. LinkedIn killer. They obviously have profiles. They have the ability to do it. They just launched jobs. Are you bullish or bearish on Twitter slash X becoming a LinkedIn competitor or job job destination? So for white supremacists, I think it's going to be a great tool. Um, I think that, uh, oh, Mr. Levy is giving me the uh, cut it out motion. No, do I think it's like, I think there's a lot of data on Twitter, but I don't think it's going to become a LinkedIn competitor. That's like looking at a tool like uh, Polywork. I was really big on Polywork. Yeah. I thought Polywork was going to be Me too. a silent killer. I was not. Well, then maybe you have something if you're betting in the house on Mr. Musk. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think that it's going to be the resource because brands have fled from Twitter or from X or whatever they're calling it. And I don't see that you're going to have a company like Disney or a company like Apple that are going to go that are going to go as hard in the paint as mm -hmm. they've gone with building their brand reputation on uh, for employer branding on a glass door or on a LinkedIn. Wait a minute. This just in Twitter just added email alerts to their uh, their jobs. Oh, my God. It's still 1999. That's called innovation. Fuck Chad. me, man. No. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll fax those tweets to you later. Go. You believe LinkedIn. I, I believe LinkedIn's brand is so entrenched. I don't know if anyone can be a competitor. Certainly not a, a startup out of out of the ether like Polywork. I, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. I was on a, a recruiter therapy session that was sponsored by Hire Easy, and Steve Levy called LinkedIn oxycotton. Yeah, because so many recruiters are addicted to doing the easy work that comes yes. along with LinkedIn. Yeah, you know, even though LinkedIn has all these members that are on it. I would argue that of the crowd that's here today at TA Week, we've got a great bisection of individuals that do healthcare recruiting. Are doctors answering LinkedIn messages? No. No, they're not, no. right? 
uh, are nurses on LinkedIn. No, they're on TikTok and Instagram. That's where you should go to find them, right? Um, alternatively, if you're looking for truck drivers, and there is a group that's here that's from pilot centers, uh-huh. you know, and they market to them. Are they on LinkedIn? No. no. You've got to look at all these alternative resources and yeah. say, where is the best place for me to meet my candidate, not for my candidate to meet me? Don't make the candidate come to you. Go to the candidate, get engaged with them about their interests, and speak to those, right? Like, if they're active on TikTok, right? Site command TikTok.com, quotation marks, at Gmail, close quotes, um, neonatal nurse, and look, look it up, and you'll find people that are passionate about saving babies, right? You're not going to find that on LinkedIn. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. So are are recruiters getting too lazy? I mean, because they, they lean heavy on fucking LinkedIn, man. I've argued that for a really long time. If you guys caught Michael Goldberg's session this morning, Michael talked about grit and resilience, right? Uh, I had a talk at SourceCon where I talked about curiosity, tenacity, where you have to go deep in the paint. I don't think, look, I'm going to say something pisses a lot of people off. I know there are a lot of recruiters that are out of work right now. We're out of work for a reason. I say we as a community is that we're out because we have a low bar to entry. People are using that low bar and they're activating LinkedIn. Uh They now have messaging sequencing on LinkedIn. They're not doing the heavy lifting. They're not doing the pre-research. They're not going the distance to understand the business, the hiring manager, the need. They're not asking the five whys. And what's going to change that? Is it, So let me give you my, my historical thesis here. It. In the mid-2000s, there was a group of you, Shally, Levy, that knew bullion strings, knew all the surgeons, knew how to get the needle in the haystack because of what was in between their ears. A bevy of services launched to take out sort of the, the brain power into searching these these profiles. Now that LinkedIn has inevitably become sort of the one-stop shop, they've taken much of the competition out of the equation that the lazy recruiters, as you talk about, if they rely on LinkedIn, what's the breaking point before we go back to the future and it's guys and gals like you that know how to like really like get in the weeds on how to find people and not just leverage LinkedIn. Because I think there's got to be a breaking point where we're just spending too much on LinkedIn to have lazy recruiters. We're going to go to like real uh, crack, you know, crack, Cracker Jack recruiters, or do we still rely on LinkedIn? I guess I'm just, I'm asking for your perspective on what's the breaking point to where we get off the, uh, the Oxycontin. Oxycontin, um, I don't know what the breaking point is. I, I look at all these different recruiters who find different ways to find candidates. Have you guys had Aaron Matthew on the show before? No. Nope. Okay. Introduce us. Yeah, I will be more than happy to. Aaron is at PayPal. Aaron's number one source of hire is Reddit, right? Yeah. <laughs> and what For the she, types of positions. Well, she's doing executive search. Oh, okay. So she's having conversations with people about what's important to them. Uh-huh. 
She's finding their Reddit alias. She's connecting that to their email alias. Uh And she's driving that conversation. She's having a conversation like, you know, she loves to talk about bad dad jokes to her candidates, right? Like her and Goldberg have an ongoing battle about who has the worst bad dad joke, yeah. right? Joel's going to get into that one Okay, soon. so you've got something to talk, about, talk to Aaron about. But that's it, is it making that connection. Yeah. And I think that if recruiters are less transactional, which LinkedIn is a drug that helps them to be transactional, yeah. and they get more into the minutia with their candidate, that they're going to go deeper. Build relationships, people. My thoughts are you mentioned unemployed recruiters. My thesis is the recruiters that come back get employed as recruiters again are going to be the, your for like your friend Aaron who think outside the box who don't just log into LinkedIn for eight hours a day and can can think outside of that that's that's my own thesis would you agree or disagree I agree with your thesis okay so what about the platforms though because now we have a bunch of platforms that are leaning heavily they say that's not the only place that they they go to actually Fine source candidates yeah, right, 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 right yeah but when they get cut off what happens to them We've got some power search tools that They'll are out pivot. there. They do search. They perform search so much better than anything that LinkedIn could do. But if LinkedIn cuts them off, what happens? Well, I think that's a question that... Ask, ask hiring solved what happens. They go out of business. I, I, I was just about to say, I was like, <laughs> I was thinking of hiring solved. Yeah. I was thinking about chronologically, if you don't know what's next and you don't look around the corners, you're going to be left with nothing to go on, right? Uh, I don't know per se, what is going to happen to the higher easies or to the seekouts or mm-hmm. the recruit bots of the world. Um, I want to think that they're led by intelligent individuals like a noob or Steven or, or Jeremy yeah. and that they're aware of the changes to the profile and mm-hmm. that they're sitting down. I'd like to encourage them to actually work together to figure out that's cute no i mean like <laughs> let, let, i mean let's do that right yeah like, let's have a conversation well i mean at this point they have a common enemy so they should be fucking working together <laughs> they, they have a common monopoly right and how do they overcome that monopoly yes it's a good question i don't have an answer for that um build a google custom search engine see how it works see how it breaks learn from it iterate a b test that's what i would do advice to a young recruiter would be what Stay out of the business. Get out of my way. <laughs> and that is Brian Fink, everybody. He's yes. the uh, TA partner at McAfee. Brian, for our listeners who want to connect with you, where would you send them? Uh, I would send them to the LinkedIn.com. If you type in Brian Fink, I'm SEO to come up first. Or if you want to get a little bit more personal, maybe you're going to check me out at the Brian Fink 77 on Instagram. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. So we might go that route. Love it. Thank you, Brian. That is another one in the can live from TA Week at the Qualify booth. Chad, we out. We out. Are you listening? Whoa. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The Chad. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses. And not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chadcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. 
We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.